You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. Sarah Gulseth is away. She'll be back soon enough from a well-deserved time off. But we have a great story, a couple of great stories to share with you today. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining me today is Lee Hinton. She's assistant to the director for Ministry to the Armed Forces. Lee, thanks so much for being my guest. Well, thank you for having me. You have uh, a great program that I'm excited to share with our listeners today. Um, but I want to share your story before we get into more of the details about the the, the program. Um, so you serve in the office uh, for Ministry to the Armed Forces, but you also have a military background as well. Tell us about your career in the Air Force. Yes, that's correct. I served uh, 20 years in the Air Force. I retired wow. Next week will actually be my two-year mark since I retired. Wow, congratulations. Um, thank you. <laughs> I was actually a weather forecaster in the Air Force, so quite different than the work I'm doing right now. But, uh, you know, the military was a, a great opportunity for me, and I really enjoyed all my time. Um, there were some uh, difficulties and rough patches that military members go through. Mm -hmm. So that's why I love working here with the Ministry to Armed Forces, because it helps me to kind of help those that are still serving and and knowing the hardships that they face. It's it's great for me to be able to give back. When you were serving, what was your experience like with the, the chaplains when you were serving? Oh, the chaplains, I can't even tell you how vital uh, they were. Um, in 2009, I deployed to Iraq, and it was six months right after having my second child. So the prospect of leaving a two-year-old daughter and a six-month-old son and leaving for months, it, it was really, it was really uh, just heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. But you know, you know you have a mission to do, so um, if it's not you, it's going to be someone else that has to go. So it was my turn. Um, and then, unfortunately, a month before I deployed, we suddenly lost my mother. So here I was getting to a war zone already emotionally distraught. So I really did lean on the chaplain at that time. And, you know, they helped me to kind of point my, my eyes towards the future, towards returning home. You know, all the great things that I will be celebrating and not really focusing on the holidays and events I'll be missing. So I I can't just stress enough how important they are, especially in a deployed location. Hmm. So uh, share with us more than how chaplains, LCMS chaplains, are making a difference for our servicemen and women today. Yes, throughout. I mean, we, we get requests all the time for members looking for an LCMS chaplain, just wanting to get that divine mm -hmm. Lutheran service. So um, we've had some chaplains travel to other locations, I mean, miles away, just to deliver uh, communion or, or even do a baptism. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. Mm. And, and we have a, a large number of chaplains. Do you remember, uh, do you know how many chaplains we have serving today? I uh, know active duty, we have about 56. And then reserve guard, uh, we have about, I want to say about uh, 60. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm so thankful for those chaplains and, and hadn't really thought about 
you know, how important it is, even in your circumstances, the, just as you were preparing to deploy and all the, the things that you were facing and how challenging that must have been and how, uh, how grateful you were to have a chaplain to support you through that. So what are the challenges that chaplains face today? I think, um, you know, as service members, you know, we rely a lot on the chaplains, but sometimes we forget that the chaplains are going through the same Mm -hmm. exact experience. You know, they're missing out on uh, events. They're missing out on family and friends. So, you know, we we really want to support them, you know, help them feel connected to their church body. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to put a caveat in there. It's not only the ones that are deployed, the also ones that are stateside. Mm -hmm. Um, They could be miles away from the nearest LCMS congregation. They may be the only LCMS chaplain in a location. So it's just really important to help them feel connected to the church body and, you know, not make them feel like they're kind of a lone sheep out there. Mm. And so you have worked, uh, the team has worked very well to to develop a program um, to help them feel connected. So I'd like to learn more about how we as congregations or as individuals um, can adopt a chaplain or as you call it, adopt a chap. Yes, our programs adopt the chap. And what we do is we connect a chaplain with a congregation. And that congregation's kind of a twofold thing. The congregation will help support that chaplain through their ministry, help mm-hmm. them feel connected, provide them support, pray for them. Mm. And then on the other side, the congregation will learn more about what it's like to have a military ministry, uh, the ups and downs, the challenges. Um, so that's the intent is to connect the chaplain with the congregation. Mm-hmm. I, for us here at KFU, having our own connection, you know, we have um, – Pastor Baumberger, now Chaplain Baumberger, uh, is a, has been a wonderful gift to us and, and graciously recorded um, many recordings for Orazio here on KFUO and now serving in the, the Navy as a chaplain. And, and we are just so grateful that he has been able to serve in both ways. But uh, in a sense, it kind of keeps us connected to him, too. We get to hear through his uh, his wonderful bride how things are going from time to time as she's still connected with KFUO, too. Um, and, and so I can see how this can be a, a really great um, service and, and, and a bit of an adventure uh, for a congregation as well. How does a congregation um, get connected? How do they get connected to a chaplain? It's very easy. They just contact uh, me. They could they can email us at lcmschaps at lcms.org, or they can call us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll ask them their preferences. What, what, what are they looking for in a chaplain? Are they looking for somebody who's deployed, somebody in a certain branch, uh, somebody who just joined, or somebody who's been in for a while? And once we get those preferences, I kind of look to see mm-hmm. who matches their preferences closely. <clears throat> And then um, I reach out to that chaplain and let them know that there's a congregation that wants to adopt them. And once we get the approval, then I connect the two. And then how do they communicate once they're connected? I, I, I know that there probably may be some, um, some sensitive areas and things like that as well. Yeah, at first, uh, it'll be through email mm-hmm. and just kind of establishing that relationship. And then after a while, I mean, I've had congregations calling. I've had chaplains visit the congregations wow. and kind of, you know, tell them more about the military mm-hmm. ministry. So 
at first it starts off email, but as the relationship sure. builds, you know, communication grows. Have uh, Have you heard of any congregations that have been able to connect uh, virtually, like for a Zoom or anything like that? I'm sure there have been, but I, I don't <laughs> heard know. Yet. I, haven't, I haven't heard any specifically. Well, it sounds like a fantastic program. What does a congregation need to know or what do they need to be prepared for? Anything specifically they need to be prepared for if they're thinking about adopting a chap? Well, we would like for this to be a long-term mm-hmm. uh, relationship, like a long-term program. We want them to support them throughout their ministry. So if, if it's something that uh, you have time to do, um, we would love for them to contact us. Also, I just want to put that caveat out there that this is not a financial support mm-hmm. program. This is really just to help the chaplains feel connected uh, to the church body while they're out there providing word and sacrament to our military members. So really, members of the congregation, once they've adopted a chap, each member of the congregation could could email, or is it just one representative of the congregation that would email the chaplain? No, each person can email. We just want one chaplain mm-hmm. per congregation. Sure. Yeah, that could be uh, <laughs> kind of crazy. <laughs> Everybody's emailing 40, 50 chaplains. Um, so you, you mentioned we can email lcmschaps at lcms.org. Is that That's correct? correct, yes. To get more information and to uh, to 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 adopt a chaplain, um, which sounds like a, a fantastic program. Have you had congregations that have already stepped up to do this? Yes. So out of our 56 active duty chaplains, 14 are currently adopted. So we have quite a few more to yes, to yet, yet be adopted. Um, so that's quite a, I think, a, a noble challenge ahead of us. Um, is there anything to keep in mind when, um, or to be mindful of when communicating with a chaplain, um, or you know, or are there certain times of year that it would be really helpful uh, to to be ready to communicate with a chaplain? Anything you know, as we're planning out the year, what are some special things we could do for our chaplain when we adopt them? I think first thing is just uh, be patient. Sometimes mm-hmm. it might take a chaplain to get back to you. Um, they might be in the field mm. for multiple days at a time with no access uh, to the internet. Mm-hmm. So just be patient if you're not hearing back from them. They they will get back. Our chaplains are great. Um, and also, you know, if they do deploy, just know, uh, you know, events they may be missing or uh, holidays they may be missing. I know they appreciate cards and letters and mm-hmm. care packages. That always makes people happy in the deployed location. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good care package? Very <laughs> Well, very good. So we can email lcmschaps at lcms.org. And you mentioned we could call as well. What's the phone number to call? Yes, it's uh, area code 314-996. One three three seven. One three three seven. All right. 314-996-1337. I'm going to guess that goes right to you, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> <laughs> so you could give Lee a call and uh, and adopt a chap. Anything else we need to know about the adopt a chap program? No, we just got uh, chaplains standing by, ready, so. <laughs> ready to be adopted. <laughs> Give a call. Outstanding, and uh, that's a, a great idea to help them stay connected to their church body. That would be a fantastic idea for a congregation to get connected to a chaplain, and on on our end too, as uh, laypersons to to get to learn more about. Um, the chaplain ministry. I mean, what a, a great way to learn about how our chaplains are serving troops all over the world. 
Lee, thank you so much for being my guest on the Coffee Hour, sharing this wonderful program with our listeners. Again, lcmschaps at lcms.org is the email address to get in touch with Lee and find out how your congregation can adopt a chaplain. Lee Hinton, uh, Assistant to the Director for Ministry to the Armed Forces. Thanks for being my guest. Again, thank you for having me. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates.